All right, y'all. Welcome to PTC Cast episode 30. Uh, today, Chris and I rant a little bit, as always, about habits and progressing and getting a little bit better. But I also take Chris through a consultation because we're going to start doing some coaching together. So you yes. can kind of find out what doing a consultation to online coach would be like in, in every kind of question I like to find answered and really how we try to take the approach of designing someone's own fat loss and muscle gain program and then slowly dial it in over time to make it work for that person within that person's lifestyle. This podcast is brought to you by ProgressThroughChange.com where you can get your four easy habits for fat loss guide. It takes like 2.937 seconds to download. Mathematically and, correct. And it'll change your life, man. Enjoy the show. All right, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and format this like a consultation call then. How about that? Sounds good. Since we're doing a little bit of recomping. Yeah. So, post-powerlifting meet, we were 238 on the platform. Yes, and right now I'm 231. <clears throat> 238 on the platform, 231 right now. What would you like to weigh? Um, or how would you honestly, like to I'd like to I'd like to maintain this weight and then, yeah, just lose some, lose as much midsection as possible okay. while, I guess, building up, you know, my back and my chest and then, you know, keeping my legs... Okay. The same. Just like from a hypertrophy standpoint, you just want to build some some size on your chest and your back. Yes. Um. So I guess let me step gotta, back a you second. You got to catch up to those arms, bro. Yeah, man. You got to catch up to those triceps, big fella. <laughs> Bow. Um. The the two main priorities that I have for this recomp would be one to just improve like the function of my body because yeah. you know my scapula is still messed up, yeah. uh, my hips. Um, my upper back just gets really sore a lot. Sure. Yeah. And then the second thing, uh, would be to, yeah, just improve my figure. Okay. So, so we're straight up bodybuilding then. I guess so. Yeah. So body, uh, body improvement is the first priority. And then the second would be, yeah, just looking better. Okay. But, um, how many days are you lifting right now? Or how many days do you want to lift? I want to lift four and I would love to do some cardio. Okay. Because I, like I want to, yeah, I want to be able to move around more. Okay. What were you thinking for cardio? Do you have anything in mind, or you just you want to get your heart? I right would now? love to do boxing and stuff, but I think that I wouldn't be able to recover, uh, like my upper back yeah. from boxing. Yeah. So, um, I've been thinking about getting a bike. That's a good idea. Yeah. Like an outside bike or just yeah, a spin an outside bike? bike. That'd be awesome, man. Okay. Cool, I mean, cool, summer's cool. coming up too, man. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah, and I've been thinking about that for like a month. Just, just go around and yeah. Maybe listen to some stuff and just ride around. Yeah, I've thought about that before too, man. That's a that's definitely a good way to do it. You get some sunshine too, exactly, de-stress a little yeah. bit, listen to a podcast. Yeah. yeah, man, that's a good time. Okay, cool. So bike, we want to lift four days a week. Um, do you want to keep doing the big three? Yes. Keep squatting well, and benching and dead dead lifting. Yes, actually, um, I want those three prioritized. Um, yeah, prioritized. And then I don't care about the weight. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure that, you know, whenever I do start powerlifting again, that I have that form, okay. you know, under control. Cool. So we'll just work with some volume then. Yeah. Cool. We'll just work with some and volume. And I don't mind variations, just not a variation on the squat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me. Sweet. Um, do you want to do everything twice a week or do you care? Um, Sprite, I hope I can recover from twice a week. If, I, was, I, if well, I can, I was, then yeah. I was thinking probably bench twice with just a little bit of volume on each day and then squat and deadlift once with a pretty good amount of volume okay that sounds so, perfect okay, cool um that's yeah that's actually what i'm doing right now uh the only difference i guess is 
I, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I squat and deadlift twice. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Never mind. I take that back. It's once a week for okay, squat and deadlift and then twice for bench. Okay, yeah. cool. I got you. What, uh, what's your sleep like right now? My sleep is, yep. I'm actually prioritizing my sleep like a lot. So right now I'm like nine and a half to 10 hours of sleep. A night, oh, that's man. awesome, man. Yeah. Dang. Okay, cool. What, uh, what would you say your stress is like right now on a scale of one to 10? Thankfully, well, as of right now, um, it's been maybe like a three. Okay, cool. But you know, so before it was like a freaking 10. So you're just kind of, you're just now kind of coming off a, a high stress state plus with exactly. the meat and everything. So, okay, cool. So you probably, you probably want to start a little bit on the slower side then, man. Yeah. Cause usually, you know, usually when I get feedback like that from someone, I, I almost want to start with like the lowest dose possible until you get to a point where you feel like you're feeling good again. Dose meaning exactly. like volume. So yeah. instead of being like, all right, five sets of bench, five sets of pull downs, five sets of curls, five sets of overhead press. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I try to start on the slower side and then just gradually ramp up because you want to give yourself a chance to chill out a little bit too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how do your joints feel right now? My left hip um, and then my scapula, my left scapula yeah. are the only things that's bugging me. They're just like a little achy. Yeah, they're they're a little achy. They're not like I guess affecting me or mm-hmm. debilitating me. I don't know if that's the right word. Like they're not hindering any of my mm-hmm. performance at all. It's just really naggy. Yeah, you know. Um, outside of the big three, are there any exercises that you force yourself to do usually? Like, even if they, if even if those spots are bothering you or something hurts, like is is there ever an exercise that you feel like you you really commit to or keep in frequently that maybe doesn't always feel the best or anything like that? At first, yes, but now, no. Okay. I make sure not to do anything that will, like, irritate my body in general. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that's good then. So there's there's no, like, specific exercises, upper or lower, that you notice irritate the scapula or the hip or anything like that? Uh, for upper, it would be shoulder presses. With a barbell? Yes, but that's only if I'm not, like, pulling my lats you're in, down like, yeah, you're in so usually yeah usually i'll have to just have a longer warm-up than usual and then yeah. i'll be able to uh move it properly without okay. any discomfort yeah. and yeah you always want to do a lot of extra warm-ups <clears throat> before overhead stuff yeah and that's what i've been so mm-hmm. you know i do a lot of um like different trap three exercises or like even some pull downs or just some lat warm-ups and things like that even some thoracic mobility like some rotations like a kneeling rotation or a foam roller rotation or it never made sense to me that i would have to warm up my back in order to you know prepare my front but that's exactly what it is well that's where all your stabilizing stuff lives man so you have to think like the dumbbell overhead press is is, man it's got to be one of the most i don't even want to say complicated but just like there's so many muscles working in, in synchronization to perform that, that are not only stabilizing, but pushing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things going on there as far as, you know, everything in like your mid and upper back, trying to stabilize that scapula and keep everything locked in while that elbow tracks out and in to get the front delt. Like it's, it's really a, it's a big movement. So mm-hmm. when you, when you're breaking down things like that, like the more warmups you can do, the better to me. To me, when you're going into something like super technical, it makes more sense to do a lot more warm up and prep stuff. And I would I would agree with you in that the most warm up and prep stuff I do is always on a like a pressing day, so a chest yeah, day or a yeah. shoulder day, and that's just because all that stuff takes so much more extra stabilization. You know, when it comes to like deadlifts, maybe I'll do some dead bugs and like some one leg RDLs, mm-hmm. and then 
and then I'm pretty much good to go. Yeah. But when it comes to like bench pressing or doing dumbbell overhead press or, you know, anything like that, it's like, all right, well, I got to do something for trap three. I got to do something for lats. I got to do something for external rotation. I got to do exactly something for what it is. Yeah. shoulder itself. Like, yeah. So it's, it's just a lot of extra prep time. And so I think like the higher, the higher skill ceiling, the exercises, I think the more warm ups it takes. Gotcha. If gotcha. that makes sense. It does yeah. make sense because that's exactly yeah. what <clears throat> I've been having to do in order to you know, do stuff without mm-hmm. discomfort. Yeah. And do you have a pretty standard routine for, give me a routine like before bench press or overhead press. Okay. Um, well, so for, bo- for before bench press, I would just grab a mini band and I would warm up my, uh, elbows first. And then I'd grab a, like a seven and a half pound dumbbell and do like tricep extensions and then shoulder presses shoulder raises and then i'd go back to the mini band and wrap it around my back and do mm-hmm. like chest presses with yeah. it so you're really and just then, doing like some light movements in different planes yeah, for each individual yeah muscle. but the okay. most important sure. thing that i would do is uh get the bands wrap it around like a pole or something and do like you know my like pull, retractions. Yeah. yeah that's focusing the on one. yeah focusing yeah. on that and as of lately, I've actually been having to do that specifically for my left arm. Mm-hmm. You know, doing like you told me, let it to extend, pull back, and then and then row. Yeah, while I'm keeping tight, it tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's really. I'm I'm glad you said that because that's really what a lot of these exercises come down to. Is it's, you know, you can just move or you can pay attention and move, and those yeah. are two way different things, right? They really like, are. Man. You're gonna feel the difference in your trap if you retract, then pull with your elbow, then let your elbow go, and then protract versus mm-hmm. if you're just kind of moving in this forward and backward motion, you yeah. know? So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you kind of made that point. Okay, cool. So that's kind of everything you go through. You don't do any kind of like thoracic rotation or... I don't even know what that okay. is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll get you some different exercises. But basically with thoracic rotation, it's going to be anything where you're rotating your upper spine, right? And so sometimes okay. you can take like a half lunge or a half kneeling position rather and kind of rotate over each hip. Ooh. Or you can, yeah. And you see, so there's there's some different things like that you can do. But the reason you want to... my back cracking. <laughs> Yeah, man. The reason you want to do a lot of that stuff is typically when the the musculature that rotates that upper spine is warm and ready, it's a lot easier for your scapula and everything to work overhead because a lot of that oh. stuff is closely tied together. So that's usually something I always like to incorporate when we're working with overhead pressing or or even chest pressing or any, really any kind of pressing that's going to re- involve like retraction, which is most of it, mm-hmm. is, is going to involve some sort of rotations. Dude, well. I actually completely avoid that. Really? Yeah. Just because I, it's uncomfortable or? Well, no, I just thought that it was, you know, good to just, you know, stay, stay nice I guess, straight. straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Stay nice and straight. Like, no, it's. Like if I bend at all. Yeah. Or actually, I seriously don't bend because yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't bend. Yeah. And you don't, I don't necessarily like to load it. You know, there's some different motions you can do to load it. Like, um, well, I won't just start listing names, but I mean, there, there's some different exercises you can do to actually load it, but I don't even know if you necessarily have to so much as just wake up that musculature. So if you were to, yeah. I mean, you could really just sit on the bench and kind of twist back and forth and sort okay. of take your time. You wouldn't want to like load that motion or anything. Yeah, no. Um, but I, I definitely think that's a good idea when you're doing any sort of pressing. Okay, cool. What about, um, lower body? What do you usually do in there? For warmups? Mm-hmm, yeah. Cause usually my lower body warmup for most people is like, most people that have like, you know, good knees and hips, good meaning like, all right, an eight or, or eight or a nine out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, usually we're just doing some walking lunges and then we're good to go. Um, so my bad. Are these um, warmups for my upper body? Lower body. I'm sorry. Or like whenever I do, you know, bench and stuff, or are these warmups for whenever I do, you know, squats Squat or deadlifts? Yep. Sorry. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I put I put this liniment gel. I put that on my joints, and then I get a roller, mm-hmm. just not a foam roller or anything like a actual hand yeah. roller, and I make sure to roll out all my pen. legs. Yeah, I roll out. No, not <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I roll out my uh, all of my legs, my hips, my hamstrings. And I actually started rolling out my calves. Okay. And then I'll do that for like, you know, four sets um, while I'm warming up and sometimes all the way up to my top set. And the movements that I'll do um, are Bulgarian split squats. That's a great one. Yeah. And I make sure to like feel my toes in the ground and Mm. like press with my whole foot whenever I'm doing that. And... I do leg extensions. I don't do any hamstring curls. And then usually I'll use the actual movement to, mm-hmm. you know, continue to warm up. Yeah. But that's about it. And now you're usually just starting like 135 and then 185. and then Yeah, the bar 135. And yeah, just. Up. Okay. And you just kind of work your way up. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really, when it comes to lower body, it's, it's sort of. I try to take a little bit more of a simpler approach because there's a lot more. Um, I don't want to say intricacies, but a lunge really hits most of your bases. And a Bulgarian split split squat, I pretty much consider to be very similar. Mm -hmm. So as far as that goes, I think you cover most of the bases there. Usually with with legs, I honestly just start with, for myself, um, just split squats. And then I'll kind of gradually work up to some weight. Maybe I'll do like some one-leg RDLs or even some dead bugs if I'm Mm -hmm. doing deadlifts or front squats or something like that. Okay. But, um, yeah, that's, that's typically where I start with that. So, okay. So that sounds like you're in a solid spot there, man. Yeah. And I would love to have, you know, if you, if you, you know, have better routines, I would love to have better warm up mm-hmm. routines because, you know, I, when I get past set four, you know, I'll feel fine. But, you know, those first three sets, it's, it usually feels like, you know, just rusty metal, just yep. moving and, you know, it hurts. And I feel like I should definitely be more diligent and thorough. Uh, for my pre-warm-up or yeah. my actual warm-up routines. Yeah. Um, if you have any documentation of your previous training, I'll have you send me that. Okay. Um, just like through this last prep. <clears throat> but um, how much time do you usually like to spend in the gym? Um, I would like to start spending less time. I would like to start spending a maximum of two hours. Okay. But as of right oh, wow. now... That's plenty. Yeah. Yeah. As of right now, sometimes like it would go up to like four hours. Ooh, yeah. That's a long time, man. It, it was, yeah. man. I blocked myself an hour to train. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe an hour and a half. But during the week, an hour to train. And so. I wouldn't mind doing... This is kind of off topic. I wouldn't mind doing like any cardio, you know, after all yeah. of my training sessions, whether that's yeah. just like walking on a elliptical or doing a stationary bike yeah. or something. Yeah. hundred percent. No, man. I think that definitely all, all sounds doable. Um, is there any sort of like concerns or things you have for me or exercises you want to keep in or anything specific like that? I try to always keep that in mind when putting together a program or starting coaching anyone, because I think it's really important to have some, your own like investment. So I know you already said like the big three, but mm-hmm. is there anything else like specific you'd like to see? Like, do you like longer rest periods? Do you like shorter rest periods? Do you, I mean, is there anything specific like that? Um, right now I've been doing longer rest periods, but for this recomp, I would like to do shorter rest periods. I would like, I guess, to just have, make it feel like more of a workout because yeah. before it was more of like, you know, I was practicing for you the power feel like lifting you did something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I want to work hard. I want to make yeah. sure that I'm freaking sweating Yeah, and, you know, just feeling good. Yeah. So perfect, man. Yeah. And then, so within the workouts, I just have you fill in all your own feedback. So, yeah. you know, if it says eight to 12 and then there's three X's for each set, 
fill in your reps for each set. Okay. Fill in your specific weights, um, and you'll get the whole intro email as well. But okay, hell yeah. that was your entire online coaching consultation. Awesome. It was man. like a, we just did like an ASMR, like, uh, or not oh. an ASMR, like a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like a virtual, like a tour. Yeah, that was really cool, man. And so, honestly, like, I'm, I'm really excited to mm-hmm. do this because I know, you know, I've been coaching myself for, yeah. like, the only time that I didn't coach myself was when I was 19 competing for yeah. becoming the official strongest teen. Yeah. But, you know, I've been coaching myself since then. And, you know, I'm, I'm very egotistical mm. when it comes to my training. Like, I think I know everything mm. and I don't. <laughs> and you're yeah. way smarter than me when Why? it comes to this. And, you know, I'm excited to see just training from somebody else's, you know, style. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate that, but I think part of it too is just like, not having that um that emotional input you know yeah. what i mean because we all have our own like emotional input like there's lots of times when i like take notes in my journal where like you know i'll i crossed out like three exercises i was supposed to do and i just winged it and threw something else in or like you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. we always like i think as individuals we're more likely to call audibles unless we have like a pre-made you know thing from someone specifically and yeah. following that because now you made so, it and now i owe i owe it to you to actually do to exactly what you're yeah, telling to, me to, do. to yeah. follow through with it yeah and so no man i think i think it'll be fun and then you know that way you can actually get a more personal feeling of, of what the online coaching process is like too yeah so then we'll, we'll dive right in and we'll get a, a sick little before and after transformation yes, going it'll be cool man that'll yeah. be really cool yeah you'll be lean and mean this summer man dude Nice and diced up. I'm actually really excited. Like, even just to hear that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, just, I know right now I'm not fat, you know, how yeah. I was back then, but I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to what I said when I was 18, which mm-hmm. was, you know, to become 180 pounds yeah. by the time I'm 25. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to it. So it's cool to, like, see this realization of sure. it. And, yeah. I'm excited to feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to move more. I'm excited yeah. to not be in freaking pain yeah. all the time, not yeah. having my joints hurting. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, man, to, like, work hard. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, dude, it'll be cool. And, I, you know, I've had this thing I've been thinking about a lot recently because there was a long time where I had been training for a long time, and I still wasn't, like, confident with my shirt off. Yeah. And you think of, like... And, you know, that's not always going to be true for everybody. And we're all going to have our different perception there. And, and maybe that's more or less important to some people. But I guess my thing there is like, you know, we put so much time and effort into the food and the training and the recovery and the supplementation and the attention to detail and all of these things. Like to me, with everything that goes into it, you should at the very least be able to take your shirt off and feel good about it. Yeah, man. You know, I think yeah. to me, that's a big thing for everybody in you know, that's what's, you know, I, I see a lot of regulars in the gym, man, who, and I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude or anything like that, but I see a lot of regulars in the gym who, you know, are getting after it every single day. And, you know, I see them for years on end and they make no change. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if it's just like your routine or what you enjoy, that's awesome and, and more power to you. But in my opinion, it's like, you might as well be able to get a little bit more out of it while you're at it, you know? Yeah. If you're like, going what are you to, doing going, with it? If you're going to do it, you might as well make some change while you're at it, yeah. you know? So, and you, and and you, you know of, me, bro, I fucking love change. Yeah, for I sure, man. It, me too, dude. And it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, to me, it just, it makes sense to like, if you're going to do it and put this much into it, you might as well feel good about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's my, uh, that's my Ted talk there. 
So heck but, yeah. Um, so I know you're not going to be, you know, coaching my nutrition, but you want to go over nutrition really quick? Yeah, shoot, man. Okay, awesome. So, um, right now, I guess I'll just talk about my nu- nutrition right now, and then mm-hmm. you know, you give me some input on it. Yeah. So right now, I'm, you know, since I'm starting, basically. Or since I went from that, you know, stress level mm-hmm. 10, whatever, and now I'm, you know, building back up, I don't have a set maintenance calorie yet. I've just been, you know, eating, um, trying to eat, you know, decent foods, yeah. and I'm getting better and better every day. But I can definitely see that my protein levels are not nearly as what, you know, I think it should be. What are you going for right now? I want to go for 1.25 per body. times okay. per body weight. Sure. So that's probably like 170 or maybe. Or I think it's like 300 grams. Yeah, 1.25 body weight would be yeah, around, because you weigh how much? 235. 235? Then yeah, it'd be, yeah it'd, be like, it'd be right around 300. It'd be a little shy of 300, I think. Yeah. Um. So you're falling short of that right now. What's your total calories at? <clears throat> and we, um, w- yeah. we will go over macros. and. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh. I start everybody with calories and protein, and then we work into more specific macros. But yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, snap. Yeah. I didn't know that. Absolutely. Yeah, I only um, do uh, I only do macros and uh I don't do like specific diet plans or anything like mm. that. We'll go over supplementation too, but no, we'll we'll definitely be talking about macros, absolutely. But no, Dang. sorry, go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, Where's your calories? I don't I don't have a set, or I guess I haven't been tracking my calories. Okay. If I was to guess, it would probably be like maybe thirty two fifty or okay. thirty five hundred. That's and, week one. Then start tracking and just figure out what normal yeah. is. Yeah. Let's just fit, so week one is always just me figuring out what normal is. So week one, just keep a food journal. Mm-hmm. with calories and macros okay um i do want to actually try to increase my fats during this prep any reason why um to experiment see how mm-hmm. my body uh, reacts because i know before this prep i wasn't having enough fats and mm-hmm. you know as you were or as i was talking to you like all of my joints and whatever was hurting yeah and then you told me to increase it i increased it and it solved that issue and now i don't really want to have as many carbs as i was having before i think i was having like 500 grams a day yeah that's or a yeah and i want to see how my body reacts a little you more know fat yeah just a little yeah. like instead of 30 maybe 35 percent yeah fats and okay. you know see how my body performs and maybe that would come from like sausage yeah. and you know stuff like that just some like some fattier meats or maybe olive yeah. oil and things like that okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. definitely what i'll have you do first then is we'll just figure out what your normal calories are and then we'll make a pivot point from there. So okay. usually my process is um, week one, we're going just food journal. Week two, usually I'm having them just do calories, but we'll start calories and protein. Uh, week three is usually when I introduce protein, but week three, we'll start with a carb cap. Okay. Uh, and then we'll start figuring out, you know, where it is. Uh, you're a little bit more natural to land. So it usually takes me about a month to figure out like where specifically I want to get people. Mm-hmm. But usually the reason I do that is like, okay, let's say with your style of eating and who you are, if I give you a, a 250 gram carb cap, mm-hmm. you, you fucking, you've broke through that by middle of the day. Yeah. Dude. Whereas like somebody <laughs> else, I could give that carb cap and they didn't even hit half of it, yeah. but their calories were still, it's going to be different for way every single the, person. Yeah. Way through the roof. Cause they did keto for 10 years and that's what they stick with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it, it's one of those things where, or they stick with a lot of those food choices. So it's one of those things where I try to figure out what your norm is. Mm. And then we slowly kind of build these walls around it and then start, you know, trying to direct it one way or the other. But that's that it. way we kind of stick with like foods you tend to like and routines you tend to stick in. So that yes. way it's not like, just manageable again, yeah, that easy. way again, it's not like, you know, you just told me you're eating 500 grams of carbs. Well, I know that, but 
now I know, okay, I'm definitely not going to put you at a 250 gram carb cap mm-hmm. week three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I like to start, I like to work around you so much rather than me forcing you to work around me, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, I think it's more adherable that way. I think it's easier like for you that, to, yeah. to, to stick with but, it that way. You know, I will tell you, like, I'll change to whatever I need to change to. And with that being said, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. With that being said, you know, those first two priorities, the, you know, getting my body fixed and then, um, you know, making my body look better. Mm-hmm. If, you know, I need to change my nutrition and actually have more carbs or whatever, I, I don't mind doing that. Okay. Like, I yeah. Would, no, it'll be, it'll be interesting to figure out. But again, my, my goal is always to make it like as adherable yeah, for you as possible. I got you. you know? Thank you. So yeah, no, no, a hundred percent, man. I just, I think that's the best way to do it. Like it's so corny and I feel like I quote it every fucking day of my life, man. But like the name of the game is fitting fitness into your life and not fitting your life into fitness. Yeah. And like, I, I try to stand by that with every decision that I make. Cause like for certain, like if you want to get on stage, man, then yeah, you probably got to eat chicken breast, rice and broccoli every two hours. Mm-hmm. But if you're just trying to look good at the beach, man, you don't have to do all that. So yeah. I guess that's my point there is I always try to like work within parameters and context, if that makes sense. Yeah. I like, so that. yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's a big one for me. It's funny. I preach that to other people, but I do not do that myself for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. know that, bro. Like I'm, yeah, I'm always going balls. To the you just wall, try so. it's, it's that it's, it's fluid rigidity, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's being loose at the beginning, figuring out where you are and then locking it down rather exactly. than, yeah, yeah, rather than trying to like lock it down when we're out here and then force it all in. If that, I don't know if yeah, that, if yeah, that because and then what sense, happens, but, you know, down the road whenever that's no longer realistic mm-hmm. and you're trying to yeah. keep it realistic, well, yeah. you're just going to be battling yourself yeah. into the ground. I just think there's so many ways we can make this happen a lot easier than, than forcing it into like strict meal plans yeah. or dogmatic ways of thinking like we're all so different we all react to things differently and there's no point of me trying to take everything you do and flip it upside down yeah you know mm-hmm. so now of course there's some people who you know are morbidly obese and need serious bodies transformations and then we start smaller but then that step is like okay well, we're gonna go no sodas and then we'll go no chips and then we'll go you know so i take a different approach there yeah but um the the thought process is always the same in that like you want to start out wide and then just gradually dial it in over time. You know, it's a little mm-hmm. bit easier to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And even, so. I feel like even with the, you know, those really morbidly obese people, it may look like, you know, you're doing something drastic, but yeah, you're just taking out mm-hmm. one or two things and just those one or two things will pop. Yeah. You know, shoot. And some, yeah, man. And it's, it's different for everybody. You know, some yeah, people, yeah. some people yeah. cutting out soda is as simple as, okay, I'll drink more water or I'll do, you know, a sparkling water or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but other people like a soda is, you know, it's the only reason their meal tastes good or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, there's some people who like people, the reason I try to approach it that way, man, is because everybody struggles with different things and is strong in others. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, if I sit there and I just try to shove like no soda on you for four weeks and you know, we're half a week in and you've had 10 sodas already. That's probably not where I need to start, man. Yeah. Like I need to figure mm-hmm. out something else. And that's obviously a drastic example, but I think you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. It's just, it's about finding like whatever the starting place is for anybody and just making steps from there. Mm. Cause that's all any of this is right. It, it's, it's, it's stimulus and adaptation. Mm-hmm. And even if that stimulus is like half a percent or the smallest thing, like technically you'll adapt. 
And if you, if it's enough to notice, sometimes that fires people up and then they can make another stimulus and they can yeah. adapt and they can make another stimulus and adapt. And, and so it's just that time, mm-hmm, just it's like just time compounding. Yep. Yeah. It's just time compounding. And that's really what it comes down to, man. And that's why like, well, I sit here and just yell habits on this podcast every week of my life. But like, <laughs> that's true, why, man, man. like yeah. it's, it's those small steps that will just compound over time, man. It's like, you don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to like, it's not rocket science. It's energy balance and mm. it's time and it's, it's commitment and it's discipline. It's all those things, but it's, I don't think you can really say it's complicated. If you look far away, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. But if you just find that one thing, yeah, yeah, it's just like, it's one yeah. thing that you're just picking mm-hmm. to do consistently. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the the thing is too, though, but I guess my point, and I'm, I'm tangenting a little bit, but like, you know, let's say we start training together. The only reason that you wouldn't know, the only reason that you wouldn't know that taking out soda is good for you is if you think it's not significant enough, right? Because you, you inherently would know that, okay, so the soda is obviously not helping me being morbidly obese, mm-hmm. right? But you might also think to yourself, the soda's not what's making a difference, so I'm going to keep drinking that. Oh, yeah. So that's a level of ignorance. Yeah. Not, you, you just... Just you just you, you assume yeah. that oh this is not going to be enough of a change so why am I even going to bother yeah and it's like no dude if you put down one a day suddenly you've saved yourself however many fucking calories like two seventy a day I mean or dude I, for I one. did one of my first Monday emails I wish I could remember it but one of my first Monday emails was the math on if you drank a Coke every single day and the like calorie balance and these are all like rough numbers but we can assume that 3500 calories is a pound i mean we ended up talking about like 20 like 25 pounds of fat mass in a year or something like that (sighs) yeah i'm butchering the numbers i've been butchering numbers all podcast long (laughs) but my point being there man is like it's such a small change that if you just if you'd make it and stick with it it would really make a difference Mm -hmm. it's it doesn't have to be like chicken breast rice and broccoli six times a day if you did that, maybe you'd make this like crazy wild transformation, but I don't think you're going to hold on to that. No. That's my point. That's what it all comes back to. Because if at the end of the day, 10 years rolls by and you look exactly the same, what was the point of any of it? Yeah. And are you going to be eating mm-hmm. chicken, rice, and broccoli every single day for the rest of your Probably life? Probably not. Yeah. Hell no. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So you got to find the widest place to start and then just slowly dial it in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Episode 30. Thanks for listening. Pow, 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 pow. I just flew the desk. <laughs> <laughs>